Welcome to From the Producer's Office, a series of informal podcasts with Opera Holland Park's Director of Opera, James Clutton. In conversation with creatives and collaborators, we explore the process of putting opera on stage and how the artists involved approach their craft. Hello, welcome to From the Producer's Office. I'm James Clutton, Director of Opera at Holland Park. Uh, today I've got with me two fantastic artists that are great friends of mine, Kitty Waitley and Anna Patton. Hello. Hello. <laughs> that was almost in harmony. <laughs> um, that was the lower one, right? <laughs> Excellent. Okay, well, we're going to talk about a lot about different bits of your career, but uh, primarily uh, it's been really at the front of people's imagination the last couple of years about Swapra that you two are the founder members of. So can we just talk about that first of all, and why was Swapra needed to be uh, set up in the first place? What, what, why was it needed, and why did you two and your, and your colleagues set it up? Um, <laughs> well, I sw- it was it was an idea that I think had been going around for a little while um, on a on a private Facebook group. There was a, um, a f- of parents in opera. We should um, say that. What does Swapra stand for? For people I that don't so. know, <laughs> uh, supporting women and parents in opera. Very good. We're going to come back to that. <laughs> okay. So a, face, a, a private Facebook group. Yeah. So it's it's just a group that sort of um, enables. Uh, people to sort of who've, who've had children who are in the industry to sort of connect and sort of you know see you know if they've got a babysitter in this area or if uh-huh. they know if this company yeah. does this or that or yeah. you know or just a little steam in yeah. with people who understand okay. um, and and there had there had been a, a sort of discussion that um, you know something more formal should be conceived mm-hmm. um, and then uh, I had a baby and in my maternity leave I suppose I read mm. lots of books usually my feminist literature <laughs> and, um, and uh, decided that actually you know something something could happen here and mm. obviously I know lots of brilliant women and and mm. we decided that you know there are some issues that that are being solved um, but there is still a little way to go mm. and a little a little way for our industry to catch up with things, you know, places in the city or, yeah, you know, I law think, firms and I that do kind think of thing. That's right. think um, that's right. So we sort of just decided, we all met for a coffee and decided that, yeah, we'd try and give it a bit of a push. And I don't think any of us thought it would actually mm. spiral um, out of control the way it has. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, into control. I mean, I think so kids who use, well, you, you, you know, because, you know, with, as, as a parent, as a mother, you'd, you'd experience this for a while as well. Was, yeah, it, was I mean, it frustrating that, that these things were still happening? Some of it. Um, I, I've been a parent for my whole professional life. I had a, a baby when I just finished studying, so I don't know any other way really. But um, I know it's not a parent-friendly industry, or mm-hmm. you know, any sort of performing is difficult for anybody with any sort of caring responsibilities. Yeah. Um, but I, I did feel um, that there are areas that could be uh, revised. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to make things just a little bit more accessible for, for people who, who have caring responsibilities and I, I think things that could be done without a huge amount of disruption and change. Yeah. So what really started as a gender pressure group um, mm. and uh, the, the group that initially got together to talk about things were, was more about the imbalance of... Um, of gender roles, yeah. um, ge- women. In well, this is good because we're going to come because I've got a list, but you, you two are looking in different ways. Let's define mm-hmm. the main points that Swapra was set up to deal with and is dealing with. So let's go through them uh, first of all. Mm. What, what are the main points that you were looking at when you set up? Well, we um, 
we were looking at the sort of the the imbalance between um, sort of men and women in the kind of what we would term, I suppose, you know, top positions yep. in the industry. Um, so that's kind of you know CEOs, yeah. artistic directors, conductors, directors, yeah. um, composers. Obviously, that's a difficult one because yeah. you know obviously you know the bread and butter of, of every opera house is the kind of Verdi's and Puccini's and yeah. that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, and sort of looking at um, looking that, that at was a conversation that was already happening yeah. in a lot of areas in our industry, and we wanted to get involved in that conversation yeah as kind of you know as artists and and young artists actually coming through the industry Mm. to sort of because I think you know we do quite naturally have a different perspective on things to you know people that are at the top of the tree that have have been in the game for 30 40 years so we're talking so gender balance was one Mm. and that sort of I mean feeding into that is obviously the fact with you know any any career um, having children is yeah. is it puts um, the brakes on. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's difficult to put the brakes on in um, a career in opera because you need to be out there doing it and yeah. you need to be seen. And you know, when you're in your thirties, it's that's prime time. Yeah. Mm. Um, no. So okay. So that's that one. Then there's the um, scheduling that we're going to talk about in a second. I, I would just say the the so that that's how we got on to talking about parents was from a gender perspective. But actually, what what made us decide to put the word parents in our name rather than mm-hmm. just women was that we recognise that it's not just there are certain things that affect women only mm-hmm. uh, in on the parenting side, such as pregnancy, breastfeeding, yep. um, birth. But there are lots of issues that affect all parents or anybody indeed yeah. who have any sort. Because it is, you know, it is a difficult industry. To, uh, every industry says this, I'm sure, but it is <laughs> a difficult industry to to work in anyway mm. for all of us. Mm. You know, without with kids, without you know. So I just think that you, any barriers that you can take down mm. are helpful because yeah. there's enough barriers in there. In, exactly, in, and anyway. I, I mean, I think I think the industry is starting to do this a lot more. I mean, there's a lot more conversations being opened up about sort of mental health in yep, the industry indeed. and um, you know all sorts so I think I think it's moving in the right direction um, and obviously we're quite proud to be at the forefront of that well, as you well. Think you, you, you two and, and your colleagues have really pushed, pushed the, the agenda and it's really opened it up so let's talk in, in, in different bits so we talked about I mentioned scheduling there that was the first time that was the first thing I heard because you two came to me personally why did you come why did you come to me why did you come to me, you come to me in that because you know you are always you are doing new things with Holland Park you know you're opening it up you're allowing you know you're always allowing you know new audiences to come in, yeah. and and I think we we both realised that actually Holland Park was was the right place to kind of test something yeah. like that out. Well, I'm very I'm very pleased you did. I mean, with the scheduling, with you two you two both spoke to me about this, and, and it's something I'm not a parent, um, <laughs> and there's this thing about that I just didn't know of really in my naivety about childcare difficult to get expensive booking it late because the the, na- the natural way that it's always been for many years in opera is our schedules go out on a third on a Friday morning for the following week so you're booking that really late mm-hmm. and you, when you two said that it was a real sort of revelation because I, ne- I never had to think about it mm-hmm. so what we've done is you know in negotiation talking with you was create our 
schedules to be out two months I think I think it was two mm -hmm. months two months in advance of yep. rehearsals yep. so talk about that say I'm pleased we did it and you guys are pleased we did it, but what difference does that make when we did that something like that yeah well as you say it's it's just something that's always been done it's not uh, there's not a huge amount of reason uh, there's not a concrete reason for that it's just the way it's done mm. um, but it is the way it's done and it, that is quite fiercely protected um, it's difficult it is difficult because all sorts of things happen within a rehearsal period that, mm -hmm. that throw a spanner in the works people getting ill you know weather problems that affect travel yep. um, things taking longer than expected to rehearse all sorts of things but um, what you what you tested out for us was the idea of um, putting a, a schedule in place that we could try and stick to yeah. with a buffer zone for yeah. all, to cover all eventualities. Because I was amazed when my colleagues were saying to me, uh, well, what happens if something goes wrong? And I mm. said, you really think I've made a schedule with no <laughs> space? <laughs> anyway, of yeah, course, yeah. There, of yeah. course there is, but things go wrong anyway. I just think that we were able, so we were able, anyone that's listened to this, we were able to, to give you music week, week one and two, more or less in stone. Week three, we would give you at the end of week two mm -hmm. to allow for how we, the first two weeks had gone. And week four, we'd, we'd defined. And then we gave you the stage times yeah, early. Yeah. For me, I have to say, it was easy. It made our job a lot easier. That's good. It made our job a lot easier. A lot of those weeks are already set in stone anyway. We, yeah. As soon yeah. as we're all going to assume that by week four, we're all going to be called cool pretty much yeah. all day because yeah. we're going to be into running sections of the opera. Yeah. And then tech week was set in stone years in advance yeah. because you've got to put your stage exactly. time and your orchestra time. So. The, what a lot of the opera companies have, have said to us is that actually uh, we didn't realise that you weren't yeah, getting that. You, you, I think that's right. There's yeah. no reason for you to not get the tech week at the, at the very least. So on a practical thing, that obviously helps planning for you. Yeah. In booking childcare. Yeah. Well, you know. And I mean, you, you have to remember as well, like obviously... And until you're at the the top top level, you know, um, being an opera singer doesn't pay too much. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. So um, it's 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 been really helpful to you know be able to then keep hold of teaching yeah. work. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Um, that's, that's a very good point. I think it doesn't it doesn't hurt anyone really. I mean, I uh, you know, I can say this: the thing that scares people, and some of my best friends actually, some of my best friends are directors, but. It's just a, it's just a fear of the directors thinking we can't we can't control everything and the re the reality is you can never control everything anyway mm. and things people ill and so let's just create a thing and 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 they would know that schedule in their minds. Well, this is yeah this that is yeah. I mean, one of these schedule. cultures I think um, I experienced it I worked in France recently with a female director who who is a parent and. Um, she had worked out the schedule for herself mm -hmm. um, well in advance. She knew who she was going to be rehearsing with and what scenes she was going to be doing what week, but she didn't want us to have that, and she was fiercely protective of that schedule um, because she didn't want us to go, oh, well, it looks like I'm not going to be used on that Thursday, so I'm going to book a train home and see my kids or whatever. Right. And then if anything changed, then obviously she'd be screwed. But I think there needs to be um, a bit more trust between us all mm. to say this isn't set in stone but this is probably what it's going to be mm. uh, I have the right to change that yeah you, yeah. you, you, you can't take on a, another contract on that day I, or think, I think that's yeah. right I think, but it does it does have, help to have some clarity and what it helps is because our Thursdays in a festival way we're always absolute chaos because <laughs> we're chasing four directors at once or yeah. the four assistant directors for their schedules 
them correcting if things are wrong or whatever. Mm. But suddenly, we, our, our Thursdays were whistling around the office. So any of my colleagues listening to this, do it, because it makes your life easier. It makes your life easier. Now, uh, our friends up at Scottish have tried something uh, a little bit different as well. Do you want to talk about that, Anna? What have they done? Yeah, so um, obviously we recognise that the sort of scheduling system is going to be different for every company, Absolutely. because every company is unique. Um, so, you know, places like Scot- Scottish, um, uh, we sort of think it, it would be easier for them to sort of work more intensely during the week and then have a yeah. longer weekend. Yeah. Um, so, so that people can can leave Glasgow because not all of their artists live Indeed. in Glasgow. So they would work um, all week and then stop early on Friday. Yeah. So what they've done is um, they I think they they work till uh, normal hours on Friday. Yeah. Um, but then they um, have Monday morning off. Right. And they don't work on Saturdays. And they don't work on Saturdays. Yeah, obviously. So you you can get a flight home on on Friday evening. Yeah. And then not come back until Monday lunchtime basically. Yeah. Um, and and then they do uh, Wednesday evenings, I believe, as well, to sort of make up okay. for that for that okay, time. Because yeah. I think you're right; everyone's different, but it's just looking at it. What can work for you and and yeah. the artists in in the best way? Yeah, and I think uh, we we were keen for all the opera companies that we were sort of um, proposing this to to know that we. They're really not asking for special treatment for parents or no. for time off mm-hmm. to be yeah. rehearsing less. Not at all. Um, what we really just need to know is. Uh, more information about what the rehearsal will be so yeah. I'd be perfectly ha- happy to do evening sessions on Saturdays but if I could know that in advance and put yeah. the childcare in place then that makes such and a there difference. Are, there are things you know there are roles that you know you only appear in you know the first six bars of act one and then mm-hmm. you can sort of assume that you're not going to be called for yeah. the whole rehearsal process but you just you never know I mean you, the director yeah. could have you on stage as a you know no indeed, indeed. whatever whatever you know, it's, yeah. it's, I was um, working with a, a parent recently over in France and he had a baby over here in, in the UK and he wasn't able to get home and see the baby because he, we were waiting for the schedule the night before. Mm. I mean, we think it's bad here, but it, it was 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. Was it the evening before each day. And so each night he'd be waiting for the schedule and each night he'd get it and say, you're not needed tomorrow. But he didn't have to wait for the next day until he could be. And so in the end, he was there for a whole week and a half not working. Uh, when he could have come home and seen his kid. I think you know, it's easy for me to say, probably easier for me to say than, than, than you two, but I think that it's it's bad for morale as well, you know, because mm. you, you could get that person really on side if you just looked at it and said, okay, why don't you go home here because you've got this, yeah. you've got this well, thing. I, I think and that's it, and I think, company. I think that's where, you know, some of the um, more sort of corporate um, industries are they're, they're sort of leading slightly better because they recognize that you know team morale is is actually a boost not only you know it's not only a personal boost but it's a boost for you know their their finances as well and also and also just better people staying longer in those you know in the, yeah. you know women that have had babies being able to come back properly rather yeah. than on different terms or different uh, working hours mm. and they just keep better staff longer mm-hmm. exactly you know and it's, it's more difficult for us in some ways because the performance aspect but you know because we're always working evenings that's what we do yeah. but and I think you know obviously you know um, I mean I'm sure I'm sure there are some people that decide to have children and, and decide actually they, they don't want to be part of the industry anymore because yeah. it's too difficult but Obviously, there are people like us that love yeah. it far too much to ever yeah. give it up. Mm. So. No, no. And what about in? Because one of the other things we talked about a lot, the three of us, was about just the the sort of child-friendly 
atmosphere around the company mm. about um, backstage. You know, you guys asked me for a family room, and you know, we haven't mm. got much space at our place, but we well, we made every dressing room six inches smaller <laughs> to create one extra room, which is not, it certainly wasn't a very big room, was it? But it was, it, it for it me, was it was great. also about. Um, intention. Yeah. yeah, it was a gesture. It was, it was a gesture. Yeah, it was like, it was okay, there is a room there. And but yeah. I also said, you know, that is for breastfeeding if you want it. But that's just because in case you want privacy, you can breastfeed anywhere mm-hmm. in the theatre, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. as the company's concerned. But if you want the privacy, go there. But I think it's just these little things really you can just say. I, I, I think I think that's done such such a, a great deal. That really. was a game changer. I, um, I think. Yeah, really, because yeah. it was yeah. so because small. Not being funny, was, I don't yeah, take credit for anything, but it was such a small thing. Yeah, for but, us it to a, do. but it, it was, was a, a vi- visible. Uh, it was a re- really visible gesture because I think I mean I um, did a sort of career development talk at um, my former college. Um, great. Just before we set up Swapper, I think. Um, and and still, every single girl on the opera course there just said to me, can I have a career and really? have a family? <laughs> because you're still told by people, <laughs> won't really? name any names, that, um, yeah, that, that if you want a career, don't have children. Mm. Um, which and if you do have children... Don't tell anyone. Don't wow. tell anyone. No. Hide it. Yeah, completely. No. Yeah, there and is, and there was definitely that culture. And we we asked quite a lot of women when we first formed if they could write in with sort of anecdotes and feelings, stories, and and a lot of people reported. I mean, situations yeah, like that where they've been told not to have kids or they've lost jobs or they've lost agents because yeah. they've had children. Wow. So there really is a culture of feeling that it's something that you need to hide from your And I think I, I mean, one of the reasons, because I think, obviously, until you're faced with a situation, it's Mm. it's very difficult to sort of Mm -hmm. empathise, really, but when I, uh, I did my first job back after I I had my baby, I was about three months, and I went over to France and did a Boheme, and um, I was breastfeeding, and I, I was terrified of, of it, you know, of the opera company finding out that I had a baby. <laughs> I brought a baby over with me. Um, and so I used to, you know, you get the sort of 15 minute break in, in you know, the morning, afternoon. And um, I'd sort of, I'd call my mum and, and sort of meet her down like the back alley by, yeah, yeah. and just be breastfeeding down a back alley. And I just wow. sort of thought, <laughs> this is like, yeah, 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 it really, really was. Yeah. It was, and I just thought, although it'd be a great scene in the film of your life. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is that's what, what I was, was really thinking. This is what it was. This is what it was. Look at me now. You know, wow. No, I think that's yeah. I mean, that is obviously scary and, and ridiculous. But I think also it's easier for me because you know bosses of a company and you can run the company in your own um, way and, and that and I think that I love that you know a lot of people say about home part it's like a family but I, I think it's more than that in that I like you know I've seen it I've known you two for a long time I've seen your kids starting yeah. to grow and I've mm-hmm. known other people with their and Sophie Duprell's kids you know they were backstage at our place when they were four now mm-hmm. they're young women walking around they remember me and being backstage Aww. you know I think it's just a nice thing if people mm. feel oh that's that's well, a bit I of a home for it. us, and I, I think people do feel that about the industry as well. Like it, you, you know, you 
it is a family because you're, you're spending such intense periods of time with yeah. people and such intense emotions and you do create these bonds you know yeah. with people in, in your cast and, and company and that kind yeah. of thing and so it really is just like a little step further to just sort of say well actually we'll just make it We'll just make it a bit easy for everybody. Yeah. You know? yeah. And it's not a secret. Yeah. That, that, what you did that year with the parent room, um, the scheduling, and uh, the parent pack, which was sort of information that was useful to anybody that was coming That's on. good. Tell, tell you about that, because I, I, that wasn't mine. You, you suggested yeah. that you gave me the stuff. Well, tell, tell us well, what a parent pack all, was. All opera companies send out a welcome pack a few weeks ahead of you starting a contract there, and it's usually got information about where you're going to be rehearsing, um, what else is in there? Um, Dig's list, maybe. Dig's list, maybe Dig's list yeah. yeah. Key dates, things like that. Um, we just asked that they add into that uh, some information that would be useful to anybody who might be bringing a baby along. Mm. Um, you know, is there a fridge? Is there a green room where you might be able to breastfeed any breaks? Is there a fridge where you could store express milk? Mm. Is there parking nearby? Not, not. In no way were we saying all opera companies need to provide a fridge or yeah, yeah. a green yeah. or a parking, but just that information. So well, what you said to me was, it's not it's not that important about what the answer is. It's just yeah. what yeah. that we know the answer. Yeah. 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 Then I think okay, there's no parking near there, so I need to rethink that. I need to think about what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but all of those things that you did, above all, just sent the message that it's not a secret and that mm. you know yeah. humongous percentage of the world are parents and yeah. and are this working is it, parents. because I mean when I when I was at college I did just assume that every opera singer that I knew you know that was in that sort of generation slightly above me that I sort of admired I just assumed that none of them had children really? because I was it was drilled into me that mm. you couldn't so I just thought well if they're successful they don't yeah and then you know you sort of come out and then you realize yeah like like people have got four kids and you think well, how on earth did you manage that like no, surely you're not allowed no, you know it's, it's, it's very interesting very very sad also um let's go on to that i know you two are still probably shake thinking about this but let's <laughs> talk about in uh, two summers ago was it no mm-hmm. last summer 18 18 you had a swap for gala at Parliament park which was <laughs> dear listeners the two of them are shaking still in the I thought it was one of the most remarkable nights, you know, and, and, and because neither of you two or your colleagues were producers have been directors, no. so I can't remember doing, I thought it was, a, you know, an, an incredible, incredible night and event, and once again, a massive signpost. Yeah. Was it, can you look back on it yet and enjoy it, or is it still Because <laughs> it was yeah, a remarkable night. Yeah, I mean, I'm so proud of what we achieved. It was, uh, yeah. you know, full-length, opera gala, uh, 150 singers on stage, all female singers, all female orchestra, all female tech team. Um, conductors. Conductors were all yeah. female, all the directors. directors. We had several directors directing different scenes. Um, and they were all really interesting scenes for female characters. Mm-hmm. Um, again, this was not so much on the parent side of things because we're keen to not exclude fathers from that conversation. Yeah. This was more about the gender stuff that we're doing yeah. and shining a light on the amazing, huge uh, mm. level of female talent that is already in existence within the industry and to inspire the next generation of women. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're so proud of that, and we pulled it off despite having, like you said, no, no, <laughs> no knowledge, of, uh, <laughs> you know, marketing and yeah. fundraising and uh, technical things that we hadn't even imagined that we'd need to sort out, like yeah. um, insurance and 
things like that. Didn't know that percussionists don't have their own instruments. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my high god, high that was a nightmare. <laughs> rehearsal venues and then trying to schedule 150 people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was the most stressful thing we have I ever know, done. I know. We both said it was like that sick feeling leading up to your wedding mm. and yeah. like trying to organise that. It was just, oh yeah, it was just... Yeah. It was horrendous, yeah. but it was probably one of the most proud events. Yeah, yeah. it was It yeah. was a great night and it was a great audience and you had the wonderful Fiona Shaw yeah. comparing, yeah. which was a great pull. Yeah. yeah. Great pull, she was great. Write-ups and we and most importantly, we raised loads of money, Yeah, um, which OHP so kindly gave us the lot, you know, didn't take a share of that at yeah. all. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was wonderful. So we were able to bank that for all these projects that we've got lined yeah. up uh, for the future. No, it was a remarkable night and I think there were some great scenes there. I mean, we've talked about this, so I'm going to give my contemporaries, friends, rivals, ideas. But I mean, I love that Little Women that we've talked about. That was a great yeah. piece, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw, um, well, one of the conductors you had that night, I was already employed, but I've mm. I've engaged another one on that night, yeah, which is not out there yet. Oh, right. so, so, uh, so, yeah, so it was, it was a good, it was a really good night and great to see so many different scenes, mm, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was a great, great. And you support. did some casting from it as well, I believe. Didn't you? Did some casting <laughs> from it. Yeah, I never, never don't look at it. So, you know, we uh, because I, I was watching that uh, on Jakinson and saw Amanda Rucroft, and, mm-hmm. and I was quite way back because I was making sure that I wasn't too present. Because it wasn't, <laughs> yeah. wasn't my thing. Although it was weird to have something on the last days that wasn't mine. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, who is that? That's Amanda Rucroft. Like, wow. Mm-hmm. So let's go and, and I went over to her and said do you want to do that role for me and she said yes and we did it that afternoon amazing <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so that's coming up uh, next summer that yeah. our place so it's great really to have great. Uh, great to have with us yeah. um, and was that a come down after that gala for you to no there was so much to do <laughs> yeah. oh and that yeah, yeah actually yeah we, that, that was, was you know the next step then, <laughs> yeah you know all the the getting everything getting all the music back to the publishers yeah, yeah. stuff you just don't think of like no. It's, it's no, it was it, it was it was an excellent night my team are all very proud of it to, to be associated with it oh, at all I so and I actually went on stage that night I was the only man yeah, yeah. and you gave so the most thrilled. touching speech and I wasn't there and I didn't hear it but my mum sort of recited it back to me the next day <laughs> and I was literally in tears <laughs> because you'd said because you always say we are OHP yeah. and you said I always say we are HP, but tonight we are swap for No, this, I've just I've just got some onions in here. Just, it's all it's all fine now. No. It, it was it was a really terrific night. Um, because you've been, you know, you said pressure group at the beginning, Kitty. It's an interesting it's an interesting thing. Do you think that? Um, you, you two and, and and your colleagues, because I'm only talking about you two, because you two are here and mm-hmm. here now. Um, has that affected perception of you in your day jobs at all, do you think, from people thinking, oh, they are going to ask, if I employ them, they're going to ask me about this, this, this. Has that, has I, that happened I, or not really? I think both of us had a, uh, quite a big fear about that. Um, and, uh, I mean, you, you can never tell, you yeah. know. I mean, it might have done. But at the same time, I also know that it's helped so many people, what we've done. Mm. Yeah. And so you sort of think, well, you know, 
I don't know. There, there is there are sort of pros and cons to it. I, I don't think that anyone, if they think about it, sort of th- sit, can sit down and sort of think, well, you know, she's going to be. Yeah, uh, uh, it is nonsense. Though. I mean, it's, it's uh, once again, I can say that it's nonsense. But I think that what it has done is almost just shone not only a light on it, but held a mirror up to us all and said, you, you know, you happy with this? Mm. Uh, and you know, the the thing was, that I wanted to help you because you're mates and. But also, it was a thing of, wow, we're not doing that. That mm. was really not in a, mm. in a guilt trip me way, but it was a thing of I thought we're not doing enough if we're not doing that stuff. We've tried really hard to never be confrontational. Yeah, that's it because there's no need. It is yeah. just it, it, the issue exists, and we all know that in several mm-hmm. areas, not just in music. And we are just another voice in mm-hmm. in trying to speed up the the change in mm. that area. Um, and we want to really just act as a sort of consultant consultant role yeah. for the opera houses to help to you know we we are parents, Anna and I are parents and Matt Maddie are another colleague, so we as singers who are parents mm-hmm. are, are in the best possible position to be advisory to yeah, opera indeed. companies yeah. to indeed. not be sitting there going you don't do this you schedules are rubbish and yeah, yeah. yeah but just to say look this would really help this us. would really and help did yeah. you know that this is what the situation is no it's because good. I think that's it as you say like a lot of people you know at the, at the top of the tree don't necessarily know actually yeah. what's going on yeah. you know the obstacles are yeah. and it's not, it's not just parents there are we, I think we as an industry have to for the sake of everyone's mental health which is becoming more and more um, Absolutely. Have a, a, an awareness um, we have to accept that artists are humans and therefore yeah. mm. if, if because of the scheduling change somebody can go and have a, a dentist appointment or go and mm. see the doctor or go and have a singlet you know you've got so many young artists yeah. Yeah. We need, the young artists need to continue having sing lessons yeah. um, I, think, I think also I mean this is it it's, you know if, if um, by doing that it's, it's going to just be of huge benefit to the industry because you will be keeping the yeah. best people on you yeah, know people I aren't going to be so. dropping out because mm. you know they need to go and look after their elderly mother or whatever yeah. mm-hmm. you know you indeed. are just going to be the same indeed yeah. well what I also said to a lot of people at the time well, I mean any director that wouldn't have signed up to this wouldn't have been working for me in the first place actually but when I when I said it to them all so there's a little bit of fear because it's different mm. but then once I explained what I wanted from it they, they all sign up immediately mm-hmm. uh, I did say to them that's well really you're nice. going to have to anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's beside the point <laughs> <laughs> but they agreed before I made them um, but I think that um, yeah, when it's just laid out for people you know, change, is, change is difficult but change is also it's good creative destruction I call it you know you've got to sometimes you just have to go this is not working mm. it's worked for a long time it's just not working mm. and then we yeah. have to we have to stop it mm. I think that's it I mean people talk about you know the opera industry moving forward all the time you know or, mm. or people you know get worried that you know mm. opera is dying mm. you know um, and I think it's it's great to have people mm. that you know can sort of move things forward as well yeah. you know well, I think it's diversity of, of thought. I've been reading a book by um, uh, Matthew Side, who writes for the Times, and it's just about, uh, it's called diversity, but it's not only ethnic diversity. And he's, one of his big things is about diversity of thought. And you need people around the table, we are sitting around the table, <laughs> but we need people around the table that have different experiences to you so they can inform your exactly. decision yeah. making. Mm. And as I say, and as I said on stage that night, I'm not a woman and I'm not a parent. I was very pleased and almost a perfect person to be doing some stuff on top of because I know immediate yeah. 
benefit from it personally. Yeah, yeah. You know, it was the thing that my company has now, mm-hmm. but I didn't have any yeah, hidden agenda to do it. So mm-hmm. it, it was easy for me to do it. And I think that when you've started working on these things, you go, okay, what more can we do? Mm-hmm. So you, you mentioned earlier about the money and the things. I know some of them, but obviously we're talking in interview sort of thing. What other things would you like to do now that A, you've got some money for, but also that if anyone's listening to this and wants to give you some money, what could they? What sort of <laughs> things are you looking at uh, doing in the, in the near future? Obviously, we've got our two branches, so we've got our, our parent support stuff and we've got our gender um, equality stuff. Um, so we've got some really nice ideas for things that we'd like to do to support parents, um, mm-hmm. individuals. Um, including a, a residential sort of long weekend that we, we'd like to put together where um, this one would be for mothers um, much as we don't want to discriminate, discriminate against fathers um, this would be for postnatal mothers to come back to singing having had a bit of a break um, and work on audition repertoire have mm-hmm. um, some postnatal um, core strength and rehabilitation fantastic um, and then go away with a video of the opera arias, just to sort of get the mojos back, basically. Yeah, yeah. great. It's great. Um, we've got some, and that's happening. Yeah, that's yeah, happen. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're in sort of deep planning stages. Okay, at the moment, good. So, yeah. so if anyone in the uh, that is listening that wants to help, they can just go to your website. Yeah, they can. Yeah, they can still give you money. They yeah. can still give you money. Okay. By all means, yes. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think um, that's a really great. But yeah, idea. still as a as a pressure group, as there are things that we we will be doing. We, we're about to start. We're embarking on a big um, research project. I probably can't say too much about that. Okay. Um, sort of looking into where these imbalances are mm-hmm. starting and, and what we can be doing to try and help the industry address that. Okay. Um, we've got um, we've got plans to ensure technology is is um, helping parents as as much as possible mm-hmm. so sort of um, connecting yeah people. <laughs> it's like a dating app connect with each other and help each other out offer advice and support mm. Um, but I think there's always things that because no one no one ever changes anything by just keeping it the same. You know, you need mm-hmm. these new ideas, and I think that you know we've talked about very very basically, and I'm still up for discussing it more in that working out audition days where people it was almost like a relay race that yeah. you, you just concentrate well, on that and say okay you've got to look yeah. after my kid I'll go and do this or something I think yeah. that we could work around we could, we could come up with something like that yeah, yeah. I love that idea you know I think that it's just got to be some ways that, that we are in a creative industry and it does frustrate me when we're not creative about sorting these problems you know, yeah. when people say to me we can't really do that so well we we create a world up there that's completely unrealistic on stage yeah. <laughs> why yeah. can't we do something you know that you feel is unrealistic now you know mm, with this, yeah. let's just let's just make an effort and come up with a creative solution mm, to yeah. it mm. um, I think we we need to to think about how we can help the big opera houses to find a way of uh, re-looking at this scheduling idea I think it's, yeah. you know it, it's it's been a it's been something that the festivals have taken on some of the festivals have done and and it's been great but i think it is tricky for these big houses because it all it's all dependent on so many things they've got Mm. so many productions happening at once and fittings and uh you know they're relying on all sorts of room bookings and things like that so it's it's even more complex and i think uh, i really want to find a way of um 
looking at that with the big companies okay. and trying to encourage them. No, no, I, I think that I think it's good, and I think it is difficult. But I think difficult. We do difficult stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's what we do. Mm. And uh, we're getting towards the end, but with other. Um, Things with the gender balance, we've, we've we've gone through that bit, but not in as much detail as we, as we should have done. Maybe um, you feel that's changing at all? Is it is it changing? Or is well, it I stationary? Think, I think that I mean, some of the companies in the UK. I'm not sure about abroad, but they've set up, you know, um, female um, conductor schemes. Yeah, female conductor schemes, and and um, was the key keynote um, scheme where a lot of festivals and music um, groups are signing up, pledging to make make sure that their programming will be fifty fifty gender right. split yeah. for, in terms of composers' program. Right. Yeah. I think yeah. That is tough. I think. Yeah. That yeah. is tough. It really you is. Mentioned earlier on that. Yeah. That is tough. But there is a wealth of music from history written by women that yep. you know it doesn't need to be contemporary, difficult for people to yeah. uh, enjoy and appreciate. Indeed, it. I think I mean more in the difficult. And once again, I've just said difficult is good. We have to attack it, and we do. But I think that you know, running an opera company, people people still worry about when we put Janacek on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people <gasps> do, and and it's so frustrating when. Um, I always say uh, first opera is most people in my position other people say first opera or calm bohem I would always say Janacek or something because it's just so like theatre and mm, straight theatre yeah. and it's just if you can do it you just don't have to think about it just yeah. in there and you yeah. just take it away with it and you might not like it but if you do you're really going to like it yeah you know and I think that so it's the people Audiences are part of that problem as well. Right, yeah. they yeah, just yeah. are. I mean, it's no, we love them because they're all they keep us all in jobs. But <laughs> I think that you know, we did some stuff with uh, Ethel Smythe. You know, we did you know some songs of hers, but people mm. didn't know them. No. Yeah, no. and and and, it, and it's a, and it's a, and it is a problem. Mm. Um, you know, I was pleased last year. We I didn't do too much about it because I'm always worried that I couldn't do it again, and I haven't done it as strongly this year. But last year we had fifty fifty on. Conductors and directors. Yeah, at that, that was place. brilliant. That was brilliant. It was, it was, it was nice. I mean, it's not quite that this year, mm. um, but it's still pretty good. But I mm. think it was a. I don't know. Do you think I should be looking at that as in I have to do it? Because I those people that I'm choosing, I'm choosing because they're the people I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. You know, I swear to anything. I'm that not saying title. I've yeah. not, I've got I've got one director's position left. And it's got to be a woman. Yeah. I, you know, that would make me feel. Yeah, worse. No, it's exactly. like I want that woman more, to direct for them. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. picking women who aren't necessarily as yeah. good for the job, and and therefore, you know, letting the side down. But I think that we, um, yeah, we had two, uh, what did we have last year? Two women conductors last year, four women directors. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So it, it's it's a good feeling when it works. But as mm. I say, I didn't want it to be. This is what we've done. Because that doesn't. I do understand about targets, and I don't like positive discrimination either. But it, it's that <laughs> thing of it is good to have it there. But as I say, if someone also the the director I employed, if they if they had any thought that I'd given them the job because I needed to keep my numbers, yeah. up, oh, well, that would worry it. me. Yeah, they they have to believe in me that I absolutely believe in them. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think yeah. it can have a negative effect as well. There was one. I won't name any names, but there was one company that said that to a friend of mine who's a, a female director I'm, I'm sorry I, I've already got my quota of female directors <laughs> so um, yeah. we'll do that offline <laughs> 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 yeah yeah no I think but anyway so move on 
we're gonna we need to finish kitty you need to go actually to work mm-hmm. what are you working on right this moment i'm in the iconic production in the mercado at eno that's been running since 1980 something it's a great show hey? yeah it's a, it's a great that. great show the colors on that is it when they're like, yeah. that scheme it's, it's just yeah. a wonderful and wonderful people just thing. love it and keep coming back year after year so i think it'll never die it's um, no, Miller. and good and great cast yeah really you've yeah, got Vonnie howard as well yeah Aww, we, uh, we yeah. love her we love her so john tom doing the mercado which is it's Fantastic. absolutely incredible oh, no, he's amazing <laughs> he's amazing yeah. Yeah. with quite a lot of spoken dialogue and even that it's just absolutely <laughs> eardrum bursting right. well he's an actor anyway isn't yeah. he I mean yeah. he's an actor he can absolutely he do that he's a genius yeah he's a genius yeah. Yeah. and are you going to work for a um a small West London opera company next summer. Yeah, they're called. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'll send you yeah. schedule soon. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing for me next year? Uh, so I'm going to be singing the role of Gilda oh, in nice. Rigoletto. First role debut. Yes. Yeah. It's a good role. It is. Yeah. And it's a good role. I'm I remember you sang it for us at our gala last yeah, year. Yeah, I did. And then I said, <laughs> "Okay, do it." Then. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the most public audition. The most public audition ever. I'd already made my mind up, but I just I didn't want to tell her before she went on. Um, well, it's great. But listen, thank you so much for for being today, and thank you for all the work you're doing. I mean, it's 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 it will be looked back on as more revolutionary than you think it is now people will look back on these months and years that, that you and your colleagues have done as really as really changing the game putting it front and centre and uh, and we are Swapra and I'm thank pleased you. about that so uh, thank thanks you. for being here today oh, thanks yeah. for being here today and uh, you know let's, let's meet up again you know six months or next year and we talk about where we are then yeah. that would be great be nice to see you both thank you, you. thank you You have been listening to From the Producer's Office, a series of informal podcasts with James Clutton. For more information on Opera Holland Park, please visit www.operahollandpark.com.